Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Ready to get 30 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20 20, 20 ready to get 20 20, ready to get 15 15, 15 15, just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Say goodbye to diluted creams and serums that are often made up of 70% water and 15% preservatives, leaving minimal space for the ingredients your skin craves. The scientists behind fiber skincare have spent 15 years perfecting nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. And just one year ago, they patented a way of wrapping these nanofibers around oil or liquid-based ingredients. The result was a formula that delivers five times more active ingredients compared to creams or serums with no need for fillers like water preservatives or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is a plant-based anti-wrinkle set of patches that you use over seven days, applying them just like your favorite serums. Your skin will feel tighter in 10 seconds, and over seven days, the program is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by 19.4%. In fact, they have a tighter skin guarantee where if your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they will give you your money back, no questions asked. Go to FiberSkincare.com and use code UNFILTERED for 15% off. So one of the big themes in my book is like, we need to lean into tough conversations of all kinds because sometimes kids can believe things or have ideas about things that really just aren't accurate and, and we won't know unless we talk to them about it. Hey guys, it is Monday and welcome to the CatNet Unfiltered podcast. And this is a special podcast because Nat and I started the Common Parent way back when, because when we had teenagers, we felt way over our head and like no one was talking about it. Toddlers and the younger ones, everyone had all the conversations and there was books. So the Common Parent is a community that we created for members where they can go and listen to amazing experts. Now, because we love our community so much, we wanted to bring over some of the experts so you could hear little snippets of them. We bring you one a Monday, 
If you're in the membership, you know that you get full access to them and you have a whole bunch of library in there. So if you're new here, go check out thecommonparent.com. And if you're not, you're going to take a listen to some of the experts that join us. Um, really, it is about taking tools for your toolbox, quick hits, because a lot of us don't have time for a lot of books. And all the experts are so amazing that learning something that's actionable that day is like, ah, the best. So uh, this Monday, we hope you enjoy our expert and just sit back. Uh, we know it can be overwhelming. We know it can feel like a lot, but with the experts and the community and us, we all can do this together. Take a listen um, to our next expert right after this break. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you've been following us, you know we are last minute planners when it comes to summer, except for this year. We even have one of our kids going to overnight camp for a month, a whole month. We're super excited for them, but we are getting anxious about not seeing them for that long. How will they cope? Will they make friends? Will they be homesick? We all have our own unique set of stressors varying in size and significance, yet when we hold on to them, they can gradually take a toll on our well-being. Fortunately, therapy provides a safe space where you can get things off your chest and find effective strategies to work through whatever is weighing you down. Therapy offers a place to discover strategies for stress reduction and balance in your life, helping you face life's challenges with new strength. Like when your tween goes to overnight camp for a month and you're trying to put on a brave face. If you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's completely online, designed for convenience, flexibility, and tailored to fit your schedule. Simply complete a short questionnaire to be matched with a licensed therapist, knowing you can switch therapists anytime at no extra cost. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Nat today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash Nat. 
As moms, we are often juggling a million and one things. With our kids going in a million different directions and taking care of everyone else can mean that we often forget about ourselves. It's time to reclaim a little me time with some well-deserved self-care. And for us, that doesn't have to mean a lot. It can be picking a favorite product and taking a little extra time to do our daily routine. Dime Beauty offers clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean either. They are 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. You know we don't have the energy to remember the order of a 10-step routine, so we love that the work system keeps things simple for us and has everything you need in one powerful package with a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Dime has over 2 million happy customers and their beauty reviews are literally all five stars. If you haven't checked out Dime, it's time. Love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. Melinda, I feel like this conversation is so freaking timely right now because the world <laughs> has gone off the rails. Like, yeah. and I feel like I, I really feel for our children because I feel like they are all watching. Like, I, I'm watching them watch the comments, and it is—it's scary. I, I know. I yeah. It's I, it's just impossible. It's so awful. It's so awful. Uh, like, but just, but just like put like all of us aside as adults, you know, because we have such a different coping mechanism. I just watch them, and I'm just like, and the conversations, and I'm just like, oh my, you guys, this is crazy because you used to go to school and not have social media and be able to like unplug and not talk about life and now it's like brrr, so I feel mm-hmm. like we're just everyone's gonna be an ass everyone's an asshole so timely <laughs> for your book right now oh I wish it weren't I mean you know I mean, like you know what at least we have people like you to talk to and those of us who are interested in not having assholes it's really um and I think it's such a good word but anyways <laughs> I'm gonna intro you is it how do I say, is it Wenner Moyer or? Yes, Wenner? that's okay. right, yeah. All right, guys, we're going to welcome Melinda Wenner Moyer. You are science and parenting journalist. Do they go together? They do. They go together very well. <laughs> Perfect. And author, uh, you are a contributing editor at Scientific American Magazine and a regular yes. contributor and former columnist, columnist at the New York Times. Your first book, How to Raise Kids Who Aren't Assholes, was published July 2021 and won gold medal in 2022 um, living. Is it in the 2022 Living Now Book Awards? That's right. Yes. You write in Substack and you ha- you, you're like, that is amazing. Obviously, people really need you right now. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Um, just, you don't have to, you don't have to give that whole bio. Like that's a lot of stuff. If you want to shorten it, that's fine too. Well, I, I'm actually just sort of glad that... Um, people are interested in what you have to say. That gives me hope. Yeah, no, that's true. I I worry sometimes that I'm like preaching to the choir, you know, that the people who need it aren't listening, aren't tuning in, but yeah, thank you. I mean, I hope it's reaching people who need it. So you actually did research and you are, you looked, did you look at like a total reason of how do you know when your kids are at, like, how are we measuring when, since you're science-based, how are we measuring when what what make what constitutes a kid who's an asshole 
Yeah. So this is a, a tricky thing about my title because what I wanted to convey, it was like how to raise kids who don't grow up to be assholes. Because I do think that kids are actually kind of supposed to act like assholes a lot of the time. Um, that's like, that is something that we should expect and not be, you know, worried about because like kids have to make mistakes to learn from them and they have to kind of push against boundaries in order to figure out where those boundaries are. And so much of what's considered like rude or polite behavior has to be learned. Like it's not instinctual, right? Um, the first time somebody held a hand out to shake my son's hand, he was like, what the hell, what's going on? And like ran away. Like it's, it's all learned. Right. And then of course we know that like kids' brains, especially the, the frontal lobe, which is really responsible for like, you know, emotional regulation and planning and stuff that doesn't fully develop until age 25. So kids are going to be doing things that seem super asshole-ish until, you know, like their twenties. And, and that's, that's kind of normal. That's like, we should be okay with that. <laughs> um I think you raise a really good point because I think a lot of parents have a hard time with behavior because it's so hard to grasp. But when when you talk about their brains actually not being developed to to handle and to cope the same way that we are as adults, I think it makes us as parents feel better that part of their behavior is developmental. So when you fight it, rather than fight it and beat it out of them, you're trying to mirror a different behavior for them to show them what they should be doing. Is that kind of like what we're trying to do versus disciplining them, you want to show them how to actually be. Yeah, absolutely. I think, yeah, I think a good way of like when our kids misbehave or do something we really don't like is to see that not as a reflection of their character in any way, but maybe a reflection of, of like a lack of skill in some area, or maybe they're struggling in some way. And this is, you know, they're, they don't have all the emotional regulation reserves that we might have in that situation. So they're lashing out or whatever it is. And yes, I also agree that, you know, so much of kids' behavior ultimately is learned from parents. Like what we do is more important than what we say. And so when we can also model the kind of you know reactions that we want to see in our kids, like they they observe that, they soak it in, and eventually, you know, they will start doing that too. This is not about me, but my biggest pet peeve is when I see people rude to servers when I'm out and I see parents with their children rude or dismissive or get angry over something. And I'm like, and the children are watching and I'm like, that's how you act in life. Like it, to me, it's like, a, a, we actually fired someone once because she was so rude to, to someone trying to give her a Starbucks. And I was like, that's not a core value in this, this household that we live in. You know, there was other reasons, but I really do understand that how you act is such a huge um, an indicator because they're watching and feeling you even when you're not, they're probably watching and feeling you more than they're actually listening to you talk, correct? Yes, that is absolutely true. That is, and they're also making inferences that we might not expect them to be making like they may yeah if if somebody's rude to staff somewhere you know they don't just learn like it's okay to be rude they might also think oh well you know that person was rude to a woman maybe that means women women aren't important in society like they could be making all these inferences that that are you know really worrisome from just observing a simple interaction so we have to be really careful when we talk about girls because i think that this has been a really um, interesting time for, for females where they are, are having more of a voice, but they're also being labeled as, they can be labeled as bitchy. So you're you're having a voice, you're having an opinion. You want them to be kind, but you also want them to be 
assertive and then you put into the other layer safety so when they're out and about and some someone's being assertive to them and they don't know what to do being kind being what how do we raise these kids to have a voice without being labeled bitchy yeah I you know I think that Part of it is pushing back on this idea. This is something I heard a lot when I was talking about my book, which was, you know, if we um, are teaching our kids to be kind, doesn't that mean we're kind of teaching them to be doormats? Like, don't we want them to stand up for themselves? And how do we do that and also teach them to be like compassionate and kind? And I think that that's really a misconception that, that these are like things that you can't be both, right? That you're either either or. So you can absolutely be compassionate and kind, and then also like stand up for yourself and push against, um, you know, whatever it is that you want to push against sexism, racism, you know, et cetera. Um, and I, I think that's like parents, first of all, just need to understand that this is not a dichotomy and that you can, you know, you can be both of these things. Um, and, and, and talk to kids about that. Like, yes, you know, you can be polite to servers and then also, you know, stand up when somebody is bullying your friend and say, you know what, that's not okay. Like these are all kind of, these are all part of what it is to be a good human being. They all fit together, even though they can feel a little different sometimes. If you're an asshole as a human adult, your kid's going to be an asshole. No, like, is that like, how do you know if you are how do you know what you're raising your children to be? Like, can you be a kind human and raise an asshole? Like a really good, nice, kind, thoughtful human and still raise an asshole? Yeah, this was one of the key questions that I wanted to answer by looking at the research. And, and because I think there is this idea that it's all like everything is rooted in modeling. And, and a lot of it is like okay. how we treat other people, you know, um, how we talk to our kids, all of these things are things that our kids are learning from, but there are some areas in which our instincts and like the sort of drive to sort of just be nice can actually like work against teaching our kids to be good people. And like one of these areas is race and racism. Like there's kind of, I think a lot of parents think oh, if I just don't talk about it, um, I don't bring attention to race and, and racism, then like my my kid is not going to notice race and they won't grow up to have any opinions about it and it'll be great. And the research really contradicts that. And it suggests that, well, so kids see race from a very young age, they see different skin colors. And then they also notice that there's this higher power hierarchy in society with race. Like they notice that people who are white tend to have more power. And if we don't like bring up the topic of race and to, and explain what racism is and explain that racism is, you know, what explains this hierarchy, then kids will make these inferences. And I was talking earlier about like kids make all sorts of inferences that maybe they shouldn't. And we have to be really like aware of the fact that they can do that. And with race, if we don't talk to them about it, then they will infer that, well, maybe like white people are just smarter. Maybe white people are just better. And that's why this hierarchy exists. So one of the things I think that's really important that some parents who are really great people may not realize it's like, we actually need to talk to kids about what they're seeing and observing in the world and make sure that if they are making inferences that aren't fair, but that sort of reflect what they're seeing in society, that we correct them and that we talk to them about it and we engage with them about them. So one of the big themes in my book is like, we need to lean into tough conversations of all kinds because sometimes kids can believe things or have ideas about things that really just aren't accurate. And, and we won't know unless we talk to them about it. 
I mean, I, that is such a huge topic and so important. Um, and I know some schools are bringing up these conversations and challenging the kids to think and to talk about, you know, history and life and, and, and hierarchies and social structures of, you know, systemic racism and, and things like that. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. In, in a climate like today, where we have a clear division of, of so much hurt and, and so much hate, and, you know, they're, they're actually watching it in real time. How are we um, helping them navigate? How are we helping them navigate their own thoughts and feelings processing this when there's so much narrative around the conversation. And when you don't necessarily know the entire history, are we leaning into human empathy or are we leaning into other people's feelings of how they might feel in this situation um, being in um, Palestine or being in Israel? Like, are we trying to walk them through? Like, what is this balance of empathy? I'm assuming it's empathy that we're trying to get, get these kids to have an understanding or what is it? Yeah, I, I do think these i mean it's so hard to know first of all just how how to talk to kids about things like this right um it's it's so so hard but i do think in some very dark way there can be an opportunity to to talk about empathy to to talk i mean to talk to kids about all sorts of different issues that that are part of this right um i think with kids you know, the most important thing is to really try to understand um, what, you know, what they're feeling. Like if they are seeing footage that's terrifying or they're hearing things at school, then one important job for us is to really try to understand like, what are they hearing? What are they maybe scared about? What are, you know, are they interested in learning more out of curiosity or are they interested in learning more because they're so terrified and 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 so i think you know this is a situation where it can really help to broach the subject 
with a kid and say, you know, hey, um, have you heard anything or seen anything lately about what's going on that you have questions about? Um, and, and really observe them as they answer, like, do they seem scared? Do they seem kind of curious about it? And then, you know, answer them in a way that if they are scared, it really is our, like, one of our key jobs is to reassure them. And it seems like it's, it's such a delicate thing to do when so many children are not safe right now. Yeah. Um, but to, it's really still important that, that they understand that, okay, we're going to do everything we can to keep you safe and you are safe. Um, and also to kind of, I, I think also in these situations, sometimes we as parents, we assume that our kids are worried about the same things that we are, or they have the same opinions we do. And um, we don't give them the chance to sort of speak up and, um, and, and share what they're actually curious about or what they're actually yeah. worried about. So asking questions can be super helpful. Like, what have you heard? What are you worried about? If anything, like, what do you want to know? Um, and then sort of responding to those cues is just hugely important. And I think that, you know, this is a lot of people with a teen audience and they are consuming a lot on TikTok and they're getting a lot of opinions, a lot of uh, just, I guess, the narrative in a conversation of getting what they're thinking is probably mostly important because a lot of parents, you know, we all know about Andrew Tate, who was a, a, a man, Mecca hater, who tons of boys began to follow. And I don't know how many parents knew that there was something that they were alert to with this person. So I think that you're right. The conversations and understanding, what are you watching? What are you consuming? Rather than just being like, turn it off. It's so annoying. Like, you know, when you hear YouTube or you hear TikTok, you often go to like, what are you doing? Turn that trash off. Like you shut down what they might seem or be, be drawn to. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think there's ways to engage with them about their consumption of the media right now, though, that, you know, aren't like in that sort of like, turn it off, that's, you know, stop doing that, but rather like, hey, I just, you know, there's a lot of scary stuff right now on TikTok. And I, I just want to make sure you're okay. And and also like, if you want to take a break from it for a little while, like that could be good for you. Like, what do you think about that? And just try to have like a dialogue with your kids about it an ongoing dialogue, if you can, um, so that, yeah, if they, if they do see something terrifying that, that they know that, you're there for them and that you're willing to talk about it. And if they, you know, are maybe thinking in the back of their head, like, God, I, you know, every time I go on TikTok, I see something terrible. Maybe I should like not spend quite as much time on it. You're sort of giving them that permission and sort of voicing that as well. So I think just like one thing we know from the research on social media and screens. I was just going to ask, <laughs> what is that? Because I'm like, we're all like, tell us. Yeah. You know, one of the key take-homes from the research is that really being a mentor is like more important than being like a monitor and a controller. Like it's sometimes our instinct to say like, you cannot watch this anymore. You can't do this. You know, don't, you're not allowed to have Instagram this week or whatever it is. Um, and of course it's super well-meaning. We're worried about our kids, but often that backfires. Um, and it can be better to really just like have these ongoing conversations and be a kind of like a mentor figure to them as they are consuming social media, as they are making choices and saying like, Hey, you know, what, what do you, what are you thinking about this? Or what are you seeing? And, um, you know, what might be like a good way to, if you, you know, if you are stressed out about what you're seeing, what do you think would be a good way to, to ease that? Like, what are some options here? And really just like having this sort of respectful rather than like a parent who's in charge sort of 
conversation, like respectful conversations with your kids um, can be extremely helpful. And we know that is true across the board with like all kinds of screen related things, whether we're talking about social media or we're talking about other things like being that sort of mentor, being engaged with your kids really makes a difference. I mean, I know that was a short snippet, like, you know, not long, but I do want to let you know the value of listening to experts where we curate the experience for you because topics can feel so overwhelming. And when you get a mom's perspective that we're all concerned about, you know, often experts deep dive into like one topic and we're like, but wait a minute, what can we do right now? And how can we fix this? And can you help us? And that's really what about the com- the common parents about is normalizing it and giving you guys quick information. And if you are not someone who can listen to audio all the time, but I think you are because you're listening to this, we email you, we give you quick um, roundups and always things that are cutting edge. And we just really appreciate all of you being here. I hope you learned something today and we hope you have a wonderful day or night wherever you may be. 